Yo, 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 what's up, bad news if you're black? You can't work at Wells Fargo, according to the CEO, because he can't find you. He doesn't know where you are. Tesla got a lot of batteries and a lot of other people that are doing what they're trying to do, and they don't like that. Also, get your lazy ass off your ass. You know you're listening to a podcast, but you want to make a podcast. Uh, we talk about all the things you can do and should have done already. That's right. So strap in. Strap out. Bricker and bond. Strap in's a fucking tagline, isn't it? You got a tip, not chuckers, not chuckers. This chest, nigga, chest. I flooded out my paddock with baguettes. I curved Tiffany, yeah, for Jess. For who? Need to get myself together, I'm a mess. Straight up. In bikini bottom, I'm with Sandy. Sandy. Moesha keep on drinking out of brandy. Brandy. Keisha eat the Molly like it's candy. Yeah, yeah. Body slam a nigga like I'm Randy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a hat hitter. Straight up. I'm a guap get her. up. Leave a thot bitter. Straight up. Get your block hit up. Oh, you think you in a group? Get oh, you think you in a group? Get a What do you say, dude? I don't know. I think I'm in the group. Fucking 21 Savage. Thanks for, yeah. thanks for joining us here on the pod. I'm a hot hitter, straight up. I'm a guap getter, straight up. Leave a thought bitter, straight up. Get your block, hit up. Oh, you think you in a group? Get that shit split up. On God, yeah. trying to suck me laying down and make that bitch sit up. What? Wow, everyone just forget that he totally lied about where he was from. Someone just not give a fuck. I mean, I that was fuck, that was but... that was pretty weird. Yeah, like how do you fucking why why lie? That that is kind of just like a like a a humanly weird thing. Like if I grew up with someone and like like what the fuck you mean you goddamn were in the UK for like what was it six years? Was it more than just like three years? I think it wasn't even that. I think it was like four years or something. Four years not that. It was like, well, I mean, like, it was like fucking Kanye West isn't from Chicago. He was born in L.A. <laughs> there, you know? There's a there's a whole uh, discrepancy of like uh, L.A. rappers that were born somewhere else and didn't come until later into L.A. Uh, yeah, like how do you Nate Dogg, I believe. Can you fucking can you just choose? After a while, man. I'm sorry. It's like, I'm sorry. Kanye was born in Atlanta, not not Chicago. That's where he got the drip, dog. Yeah. So everything in Atlanta is just gooey. Because it's humid, you know? Yeah. Ricker and fucking Bond, dude. Welcome to episode one. That's me. 98. That's... I'm Caller John David Ricker. I'm Bond Jen. Damn, 98, 198. Almost at two. We got to go season four at at episode 200 or what, man? Oh, absolutely not. We have to wait till March. Till March? Yeah. Is Is that the calendar year? This the seasons denote what year we're on, of the pot. The so when someone, ah, ah, ah. so someone's like, "How many years have you been doing it?" Oh, we've been doing it for three years. We're in our nice. third year right now. You know? Nice, dude. And then the episode numbers are just episode numbers. As we talk about podcasting, dude, let me start off with a sick fucking shout out for a a, a day one a day one DRHer. I know a lot of people that are listening to this retroactively have no idea what that is and that's because you're not a fucking real fan and you're a mark and we don't love you that's right uh uh, mr peter from norway aka uh real patient zero on instagram man uh just been hitting us up on the instagram ricker and bond he's Peyton houses just want to give him a shout out for being a loyal fucking dude and sucking my dick man what did he say? Oh man, he wanted he wanted to know about Tesla, man. Do you want to wanted uh, some money? Do you want to <laughs> do you want to do a little a little peeking on Tesla Live annual shareholder just for just for Peter, man? Is live sure? Yeah, yeah. This is just a little taste. 
Only on the only on R and B. That's a Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Musk. Uh, real, real glad I'm up here. It's John, by the way. I'm a, a back-end developer on one of the Tesla cars, and uh, I've been jacking off all day in the cyber trucks. Yes, I too like cyber trucks. Speaking of that, you got a cyber truck? Nah, that fucking. Did we talk about that company, Nikola? Nikola? I I have heard it ar- around some of the. Uh, some of the frequent pods that I pod. What's up with Nikola? Is this, it was a. Um, it is an electric truck driving company that is supposed to be Tesla's direct competition, but they are extremely overvalued because they do not have a single car on the road, vehicle on the road, um, and they IPO'd before they had any product. Um, in fact, at their unveiling of their truck, it was pushed onto the stage. So we don't even know if they have one that works. Meanwhile, when Tesla IPO'd, it had people that owned cars literally driving them. So, damn. Like, so, and something's going on with their CEO. Um, CEO of Nikola. Something's going on with him. Oh, the, the founder, uh, Trevor Milton, steps down as chairman. Um, Amid fraud allegations, um, apparently some investors are unhappy that they gave this guy their money when it doesn't look like their his fucking product even exists. Uh, this is from CNN Business. Uh, Nicola founder Trevor Milton. We're just jumping in the news. We got a lot to talk about, I guess. Nicola founder Trevor Milton has stepped down as executive chairman after a short seller accused Milton and the hydrogen and electric truck startup of misleading investors and overstating the value of a business deal. Milton has also resigned from the company's board. Nicola said in a statement on Sunday, the company has previously denied the allegations and threatened legal action against the research company. Uh, made them. Stephen Gursky, a former vice chairman of General Motors and current board member at Nikola, will overtake him. Effective immediately. Um, does, does the family of Nikola Tesla get any royalties for all these uh, names about him? Absolutely not. Anything that, that helps that helps the grandkids out? Or well, I mean, Nikola's just, just a name. Uh, as for Tesla, I'm not sure. True, true, true. I mean, could could still be just a name. I mean, um, like if someone popped up and they're like, you know, like we're fucking Ricker cars, I couldn't be like, hey, I don't really own Ricker. I'm sure yeah, the family is too, just fine. They, they could literally just open up a fucking Nikola Tesla museum or some shit and people will come visit. Before we go into the fucking other last name news that has to do with button, I got one more uh, Tesla link. Different competing company. It's a battery competing company. An ultra-secret battery startup hints that it's blown past Tesla but won't show the goods. QuantumScape is the name. This is different than Nikola, correct? Yes. Uh, QuantumScape is apparently backed by $500 million from Bill Gates, Silicon Valley, Venture Capitalist, and Volkswagen. Uh, earlier this month, QuantumScape, an ultra-secretive $4.3 billion battery startup, startled the battery and electric vehicle communities with an announcement. In the fourth quarter, it would go public on the New York Stock Exchange. If everything went right, there would be the prospect of substantial profit for investors. That was on top of the transformation that the IPO would bring about in the mass commercialization of EVs. Uh, But a blockbuster assertion by QuantumScape, not verified by outside scientists, that it was on a short path to a solid-state EV battery using pure metallic lithium a prized material that has been a subject of decades-long global technology race. Real Iron Man shit. Everybody trying to go after lithium batteries, man? I ate those for breakfast. Uh, Yeah, I don't know anything about it. But there was a headline about Tesla, man. It was a little different. And I thought it was interesting. And that was all just for fucking Peter. Enjoy your fucking Tesla news over there in Norway. Yeah, I don't Peter, know how you we, got fucking stock on Norway, but we literally gave you like nine minutes of our show. I Peter. mean, it was a lot of it was a lot of Tesla already, but you know that's that's what you you want prime time on R and B in the morning. All you got to do is just 
say just the words DM dark racial stuff. humor. That's all we need. Just one DM from someone. Ricker and Bond on Instagram. Also, Patreon Ricker and Bond. If you want to be a cool cat, you get some extra things, cool stuff over there. Send us your money and we'll send us, send you our feet. That's what's up. Okay, we got, fuck. There's a lot of shit going on. I, at first, man, I was looking through links. I was I was through Google News, and I was like, "Yo, there's absolutely nothing." But uh, you know, there's there's a couple things here and there that got some stuff. What you got? Talk about this Wells Fargo CEO. Full Don't know what is up with them, man. Full disclosure: I am a very unhappy Wells Fargo customer. I have tried my hardest to leave Wells Fargo because they fuck your ass with fees, but. There's too many goddamn ATMs everywhere. It's Full too fucking convenient. For me, I watched the movie Fargo inside of a well, so that's a little bit of a, a of a, a conflict of interest. This is a nice race story for us. You know how we love those. Wells Fargo CEO exasperated some black employees in a Zoom meeting by saying the bank's trouble reaching diversity goals was because there wasn't enough qualified minorities. <laughs> uh, let's dive in. Wells like Fargo, a, a broad stroke there, Mr. Mr. Fargo. Yeah. Well, Mr. Fargo. Mr. Wells Fargo, Chief Executive Charles <laughs> Scharf, exas- exasperated some black employees in a Zoom meeting this summer when he reiterated that the bank had trouble reaching diversity goals because there wasn't enough qualified mi- minority talent. Two participants told Reuters, shit, should I just go work at Wells Fargo? <laughs> he also There's made- probably so many resumes over there Wells Fargo right now. I'll just be like, hey, black. And they're like, oh. <laughs> here you go, sir. Uh, by um, the way, exasperated definition, intensely irritated and frustrated. That would you frustrate know? me as well. Definition he also of the made, episode. He also made the assertion in the company-wide memo June 18th that announced diversity initiatives as nationwide protests broke out following the death of George Floyd. Um, while it might sound like an excuse, the unfortunate reality is that there is a very limited pool black talent to recruit from sharp said in the memo all you gotta do is go into earn your leisure podcast comments and you got at least one dude yeah there's someone in there sharp spent more time listening than speaking during the 90 minute call which he initiated and has not been previously reported his comments went black talent rubbed some attendees the wrong way according Mm -hmm. to two employees who spoke on the condition of anonymity because they feared repercussions (coughs) not all attendees don't do anonymous. You get some some notoriety in the press, man. Start your own bank. Oof. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know that with that that bank startup. Kid? I don't know. Starting a bank that might be a little hard. Um, yeah, I mean, Got it's probably it's probably easier than you think. If your goals don't scare you, you know, there's actually I was uh, you heard a chime. Yeah. Chimes. I think IPOing. I don't really know what it is, but they don't want to be a, a bank on the stock market because. Investors would look at them as a bank, and apparently that has some some bad repercussions right now. Isn't that a payday lines? loan service? IDK Chime, but I now that you say that, uh, I do remember one YouTube ad that was different than the other Chime ads mm-hmm. that were it was significantly less produced and by just a weird looking like burly white dude, <laughs> and he was like, "Bro, fucking." I you can't afford money, I can't afford my marijuana. Thanks <laughs> thanks to Chime, I get paid early. It was a little more like rednecky, but you know. I can't afford my chewing tobacco, but thanks Going to for Chime. that uh, that uh, down for debt market. Um okay, so back to the fucking story. I'm so hungry, it's not even funny. Uh several black senior executives across corporate America said they are frustrated by the claims of talent shortage and called the refrain a major reason that the companies have struggled to add enough racial and ethnic diversity to leadership ranks despite stated intentions to do so. There's an amazing amount of black talent out there, said Ken Bacon, a former mortgage industry executive who is on the boards of Comcast Court, Alley Financial Inc. and Welltower Inc. If people say they can't find the talent, they either aren't looking hard enough or don't want to find it. Uh, Bacon said that he was shocked and puzzled by Sharp's comments. Wells Fargo spokesman Beth Richek defended Sharp's record on diversity. The CEO of the largest U.S. bank employer has pledged to double the number of black leaders over five years and tied executive compensation to reaching diversity goals. He's also requiring hiring managers to consider diverse candidates for high-paying roles that are vacant and ensure diversity on interview teams. Wells Fargo's latest proxy disclosed more diversity 
data than those of many other companies, including the last two of 12 directors at this time were black and one was Latino Hispanic. Um, yeah. Uh, thoughts. Was there a, du- a direct quote from Mr. Fargo? There's that, that direct, there's not enough. Yeah. Uh, qualified minority. Yeah. Here's some stats. Cause you know, how I love statistics. Introspection against across corporate America during the black lives matter movement. It shed a harsh light on lack of diversity in boardrooms. African Americans made up 10% of new director appointments in the Fortune 500 last year compared with their 13% of the U.S. population. According to a 2020 report from executives recruiting uh, Hydrogen Struggles, new Hispanic directors were even more scarce, the study found. Only 7.3% of the highest paid executives at financial companies in the Russell 3000 were racial or ethnic minorities, according to data from ISSESG. Um, the number has risen in recent years, yet remains far below the percentage of minority groups in the general U.S. population. Um, yeah. Higher rate, a little lower than the population rate. So it seems. Let me see. 7.3%. I mean, rate versus percentage. 10 versus 13. that's That's some math. Ten percent of new director appointments, thirteen percent of the population. Yeah, huh. that's a per- percentage of a does quali- quantitatively come into a lot of people when you uh, relatively look at the number of people a percent is in the U.S. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Is I mean that whole thirteen percent have to be Fortune five hundred material? I think what it's probably saying is that if there's, you know, it it's, has to be a, a one-to-one ratio of, of population to hire. Huh. It does sound to me. What? You near that? <laughs> Just a, a, a podcast technical comment that I shouldn't have commented on. Oh, about how you dropped your mic and now... Oh, man. It, does, it sounds sounds fine. No one fucking hey man, thank you. Fuck these. This but, fucking what I need, man, is a is a better mic stand. I have a very unweighted mic stand. Not a good thing for anybody out there trying to make their own pod. Little wink, wink. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think about I- I- inclusion hires and and percentage of, of diversity things? Um, hmm, you know, you don't really care about a one to one ratio. You know, my, my dad tells me to really take advantage of diversity quotas in, in yeah, the workplace, that's a especially right now. A you different know? than, than your opinion. Of if, I mean, I, I do, cause I was thinking of fucking. My opinion qu- is like the opposite. My opinion is I don't think white people should help black people reach positions of power i think they should just get out of the way i don't think i think they should not create any barriers like they have historically you know mm-hmm. that's what i but i think fucking honestly i am with all the fucking shit that black people went through in the history of this country it's fucking surprising to me that we have accomplished this much honestly mm-hmm. if we had a fucking level playing field i've bet black people will be fucking eons ahead of yeah. most races because the fucking creativity and the fucking entrepreneurship and the fucking drive of a lot of black people is fucking crazy you know mm-hmm. maybe that comes from struggle who knows but still like the fact that like the black middle class is bigger than it's ever been it's fucking huge right now in america honestly um like you would think that like most people would be worse off I'm not saying, like, black people aren't struggling, but I'm saying, mm-hmm. like, yo, we've accomplished a fucking shit ton, you know? Mm-hmm. Fucking, we've mm-hmm. built empires, a lot of, it's a lot of black millionaires, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of black businesses. I feel like black people are, like, naturally entrepreneurial, whether they realize it or not, you yeah. know? Not just black people, fucking all minorities are like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree in some places, for sure. Um, I think the, 
the diversity um, concentration is more so kind of like the the non-explicit like decision of it because i think i think a lot of people especially fucking older cats Mm -hmm. that are in positions of making power kind of innately veer towards what their fucking genetic makeup is subconsciously um yeah like a fucking i remember hearing one time like uh like a baby fucking runs toward the same color because it you know in their head it is more likely than a, a parent to give them fucking nurture and shit yeah it makes sense true, to want to help people that like look like you i guess yeah kind of maybe some like primal nurture shit and that's kind of what has always been like uh you know i think i'm sure there's probably some data to back me up or historians to back me up perhaps uh-huh. um of you know you got tribalism by a grouping of similar things um fucking so i think that might be some 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 undiscovered bias that is trying to weed out perhaps yeah tim cook made i think it was in june when he had an apple conference he said something along the lines of what blackface yeah, he was wearing blackface, and then he wiped his blackface off, and he was like, no, this is wrong. <laughs> I nah. feel like you made that joke. <laughs> no, nah, but no, nah, he was, <laughs> I didn't make a joke, he actually did it. No, nah, he was like, um, he was like, uh, we are pushing forward an initiative to hire more black people. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, dude, you should hire black people that are qualified. Don't hire them because they're black. Because mm. what's going to happen is they're going to be in an environment if they're not qualified where they don't feel comfortable and they're not going to perform to their highest ability because they're going to feel I would also like- tend to assume that people that they're hiring that are of a certain like quota of fucking ethnicity aren't like less qualified. Well, it's like they're not going to hire me just because I'm black, you know? Yeah. I'm, but, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I it's kind of feels safe me to assume that the non-white people that they're hiring would have the qualifications i'm just saying if it's between a white person and a black person yeah and let's just say i don't know the white person for whatever reason is a little more qualified mm-hmm. or not even more qualified is can help you make your company better has a better vision or whatever hire the person based on like what they can do for your company don't hire them based on their race Mm-hmm. You know, because then you're you're not really doing anyone a favor. I mean, yeah. you're kind of doing them a favor, but you know. And yeah, I get that for sure. It's still kind of just like, you know. But like, I'm not saying like definitely fucking. If you need more black people, go look for some. They're out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. The, the Mr. Fargo shit is dumb. <laughs> yeah, fucking bro, you're just not looking, dog. Go to a fucking black college or something. Yeah. Like, damn. No on Fargo. My 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 Wells Fargo credit card says uh can only be swiped by black people. Yeah, same. Jesus, dude. Lol, dude. Let's go in the fucking second try with it, man. Let's do it. You niggas snitching, getting time shade. Sold a book on my boost mobile, I boost the crime wave. Telling all my hoes that I love them, I'm playing mind games. When bitches after your last dollar, they take your last name. I'm very dead and shit, jumped up off the porch, then I jumped the room. Bunny rabbit gang, we be robbing shit like the robber room. Catch a Uber or a lift. Your last dollar, they take your last name. I'm very dead and shit. Jumped up off the porch, then I jumped the room. Bunny rabbit gang, we be robbing shit like the romper room. Catch a Uber over Lizzie. I sent the prison. You know, a thought just came into my head that uh, rabbit might be actually like a, a previously gang related thing and not just a random nickname for his son. Probably. I wouldn't put it past them. But, you know, cute as fuck anyway. Who am I to judge? His fucking son's gonna grow up rich as fuck and wander into a neighborhood. Tight head of rose, dude. And it's gonna be like, hey, my name is Rabbit. And be like, what? What's your, what's your name, bro? You look like you're from here. He goes back to fucking Chicago. He gets his ass beat. He's like, Daddy, Illinois. why'd you name me Rabbit? I just got my ass beat because my name is Rabbit. Be like, oh shit, son. Because your name's Rabbit, man. motherfucker. Your real name is Ezekiel. 
Oh uh, man, Ricker and Bond, trimester two. Trimester stems from abortion. Fun fact. Yes. Uh, fun episode so far. What an episode it's been. Probably the best episode yet. Definitely the top one. Maybe even the top two. Abortion. Birth control. Uh, have a birth control topic. Yeah, dude. There was something on Instagram that seemed like someone could have wrote on their notes. But uh, had to do with birth control being pushed on on women rather than men. And, uh, you know, women allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, dude. Uh, you know, this is what it says. And this is really just literally in someone's notes. Uh, one man can impregnate nine women every day for nine months. There are 2,430 pregnancies. One woman can only get pregnant once within nine months, even if she beds nine men every day within nine months. It's only one pregnancy. So clearly, society is placing the birth control responsibilities on the wrong gender. Wow. Wow. What do you think, dude? That's true. Yeah. A lot of a lot of semen Bro, going if on. I could places, take, if man. I could take a pill that would like stop my fucking semen for like a week, I'd do it. Fuck mm. it. It is kind of weird that there is like I no. That is. Like there's there's no main main push for that. There's probably there's no drug over there that does any of that. <laughs> probably one. You would. I don't. I don't know why. You would think. You you think. You know. We're pretty far in science. You think that'd be something. That's just. Mm. I always hear, oh, they're working on it, but, like, (laughs) could be, could be, who knows? Yeah, because, I mean, if it existed, which it probably does, you'd probably be like, you'd hear it somewhere, you'd see it somewhere, but it's not somewhere. Well, there is the condom, which is probably the cheapest form of birth control, because it's literally less than a penny to make, probably. Mm Mm-hmm. But, beyond that, everything else is... It's pretty effective. It's like more than 98% effective. Unless like you just don't do it right. Birth control. Maybe that has something to do with it as well. Women don't really yeah. have a condom. Maybe they're just... Oh yeah, they do. They have a dental dam. Yeah, but it's kind of the same thing where women pushed birth control pills. Men pushed condoms. Maybe it's just really easy... To make plan B. Mm. Because all that, I'm not saying all it is, but what it is is that you're tricking the woman's body into thinking it's already pregnant so it doesn't get pregnant. So maybe that's just like an easy hormonal pill. doesn't really require a lot of research to Mm -hmm. create. Market up to 50 bucks. Cost 50 cents to make. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, shit, this this takes a lot less research and we make a lot more money than us figuring out how to fuck up the van's deferens and not secrete semen for a week for male mm-hmm. birth control. So we're just going to stick with this because it's more cost and energy efficient. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, or or fuck try- women. We just want them to spend all the money on birth control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be could be that too. Could be both. Could be, man. Could be. Uh, could what's be going both. on, man? More of the doing? story. More of the story. Best, best birth control that's not sexist is celibacy. So let's go it's with loving that. Jesus, really. Yeah. Because even if you even if you do have sex, if you love Jesus, then you won't you won't get pregnant. True. Ever heard of the Virgin Mary? Hmm. 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 It is kind of weird that there's um sex myths in in religion as well, and at least a, a, a main Christian religion. Got any no, other sex Christians, myths they, in other religions, they, dude? They love to fuck, dude. They were fucking when they were twelve. I don't know uh, any any other sex myths. For the, the Abrahamic religions, man. You don't? Let me tell you something, bro. He literally slept with his daughter. Abraham? She got him drunk in a cave and fucked him so that she could have children. The Bible, the Jewish Bible, the Quran is riddled with sex stories, bro. A lot of oh, rape, sex, a lot man. of pillage, a lot of incest. It was crazy. The Psalms, dude, in the Christian Bible, man. Love me have some psalms. Have you ever seen, I think it's called the Bible on, I want to say National Geographic or HBO. It's fucking crazy. Um, 
There's there's always some some of those uh, cable Christian movies or like documentaries. Was Jesus real? Was the Bible written? All that good stuff. Pretty interesting sometimes, but I don't really watch it. You know, who who am I to watch it? Who who am I? Just a humble young servant. I don't know. If it could really like inspire you. <laughs> the the National Geographic documentaries of Jesus. It's not a documentary. It's like a fucking series, like a mini series. Hmm. It's pretty that graphic. Historic stuff or kind of or what? It's just like the Bible. Just the Bible on TV. Pretty much, they just act out what goes what goes on. It's a lot you of think that there'd be hella more fucking Bible TV shows? Yeah, I I wonder um, why there isn't like a giant, just a huge trillion dollar fucking Moses movie called The Exodus. There's been some. There was a Moses movie. I remember it was fucking good. It was remember he was Christ. like he was like ripped, bro. It was, it was like it was somewhat recent um like it was kind of man's had like a beard and shit i mean it's the fucking the myth of moses but like he was like he had like a weird thing with his son i think in, like i don't know if in the actual myth that there's two like siblings or offspring but he had like a son and a daughter it was a fucking cool movie it, it wasn't super like it was pretty dramatic and not like i don't know i've never seen passion of the christ but um, Passion of the Christ is pretty intense. Yeah, I think I'm gonna watch that again. Fucking Sean said his Dude. mom took him to see him when he was in second grade. <laughs> look up that Moses movie, man. I kind of want to look it up. It's pretty cool. Yeah, dude, Bible is fucking nice dope, little piece of literature, man. All those, all those religion literatures are at least at, at the at the base a very okay Dude, even, piece of literature. Even the story of like Jesus, like the parts where he like goes into the desert because he wants to fast and like talk to God and he's like going crazy. Mm -hmm. You're just like, bro, you're literally like reading about a guy who's probably on shrooms in the middle of the fucking Middle Eastern desert mm -hmm. trying to like find himself for 40 days. No food, no fucking, I don't know if he had water. He probably had to have water, but it might have been called Son of God. This Moses movie? I don't fucking think hangs so. out with prostitutes. Fucking chills and preaches to people. You ever watched The Prince of Egypt? Classic film. I, mean, I I might watch that again, dude. That 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 film. They made that live action, but at, made mm. it like fucking crazy, like just graphic, dude. They need to do that with the fucking with the Avatar. With, with that shit on HBO. The, Anime Avatar or Blue People? The anime Avatar. Dude, what is this fucking movie, man? It was a good movie. Maybe Deliver it was No, it was Abraham. Who's the fuck? It was Noah, bro. It was Noah, not Moses. Noah's the one with the bow, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moses, Moses was a goddamn was... joke. A Jew, dude. Moses was a No one gives a shit guy. about Jews. Noah 2014 fantasy. Yeah, dude. There was like, there was like evil people, bro. Oh man, there was fucking antagonists. Russell Crowe was in that bitch. Oh and yeah, Watson. dude, it was a movie. good movie. I remember. I I don't have a good recollection of it, but I was I was pretty impressed with. I it. I was like, wow, another white Noah movie. <laughs> More because everyone was fucking Caucasian back then. Fucking Middle Eastern Muslims and Jews. Fucking Russell Crowe. Yahweh with it, dude. Um. What's up, man? Oh, How's life? Me. How you living? How's LA? I went to the fucking. I'm getting a call right now, and I don't know from where. Do a live on live on. Uh, what the hell? Where is this sound coming from? You have to say, uh, this is this is a uh, Bon Jen from the Ricker and Bond podcast. All right, stop. Anyway, one of my favorite things to do. Still laughing, Joe Button, which I have some link about. I went to the dermatologist yesterday because I had this thing on my finger, mm. and. And um, the doctor was like, okay, we're going to put something on it, and it's going to, like, turn into a blister. And then, like, in a couple of weeks, it'll peel off. And I'm like, all right, cool. He's like, well, it's like a, a wart or, like, a... Yeah, it's like a wart. He said, this is a really aggressive treatment. And I was like, okay. And he told the nurse, and I could tell the nurse did not give a fuck about her job. 
Like yeah. I was like, she's a stripper. Like now she was probably like she's probably younger than me. She's probably like twenty twenty one, mm. in co- this cooped up office all day. I'm like, yo, I feel for you. Your job sucks. Um, so like she put the shit on my finger, but she put like a lot, and it was like dripping down the side of my finger. And she like wiped it off, and she was probably high too. Was it like, like a like a, a freeze dry esque type thing? Nah, like it's like supposed to make wart. It's supposed to make blisters, right? I so I wake up and I have these two blisters on the side of my finger that are the size of fucking golf balls, and I'm like, what the fuck? So I call, I'm like, yo, your fucking nurse fucked up my fingers. Like, what the hell? And then the nurse is on the phone. She's like, hello, Mr. Ben. And I'm like, oh, yo, damn. what's up? <laughs> what you do to my They're fucking like, hand, oh, girl? No, no. That's fucking, that's fucking Cheryl, dude. Let me put her on. And she's like, what? What do you mean? I'm like, yo, there's blisters. I'm like, what should I do? Should I come back in? She's like, uh, try some Neosporin. Jesus. I'm like, try some Neosporin. Okay. Should I put a Band-Aid on it? She's like, if you want. I'm like, <laughs> if I want. So anyway. I'm doing exactly as she said, so if it fucks up, I can sue them and get some money. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, it looks fucking like a cancerous growth on my finger, just hidden by these this minion band-aid. And mm-hmm. it, Where'd you get the minion band-aid? Matt's house. Matt Arietta. His apartment. Uh, I miss me some Arietta, dude. Do you, dude? He lives just, in... Uh, a shine, oh, a shine in a life, dude. Yeah. A nice little ray. Yeah. But the other one, though, dude? What, the guy that lives in the garage? No. Yes. I don't. Oh. <laughs> I like it. But, you know, if I was going to pick, dude, hey, listen. Listen, I hope they listen to this second try of episode 170, 198, 197, 198, 198, I believe. Um, And I want them to know that I prefer one of them over the other brother. And it's fucking, it's fucking uh, the one that I forget the name of, but he knows who he is. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Damn. Pop off with concerts, dude? I saw, okay, hold on. First of all, uh, that font is, eh. What font? The uh, Adobe House font. Oh, really? I dig it. I give it like a six. Six. I give it like a. It seems like a it seems very defont. dot com. I give it a solid nine. A nine. Yeah, because it looks fucking weird. Yeah. It looks it looks like it's uh, from oh. the font site, which you know. Oh god! It looks like it's Cartoon something. Network. <laughs> That's why I like it. Dude, I've been I've been thinking just about podcasting, thinking about goddamn. Selling goddamn uh, like lessons and shit. Lessons. Thinking about goddamn networks and shit, streaming and shit. Well, I mean, you you got this this great production company with this killer logo right here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To All just, part just, of it. just just build off of, dude. We got fucking okay. Uh, question. Yeah. Here I have current projects and retired projects. Mm-hmm. Adobe House Records. Does that go under current or retired? This is current. Current. As long as I make music, it'll be current. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I was thinking, right? So I was thinking podcast, right? I was thinking, um. So you got like Ricker and Bond. I want to do a podcast that is um, that is like a mix somewhat between like self-wellness and like niche podcast business with that pod often joint. So have fucking people that make podcasts and just fucking talk to them for 30, 45 minutes. Um, and then like a... Uh, uh, a what what they didn't teach you podcast credit real estate all that shit the mel- mental health side effects of podcasting three times a week just show you banging your head against the wall no like uh okay well so what my fucking little little tagline for that is and i and and i do very much so believe in this 
is that like uh, the more you grow yourself as a as a person, the more you can grow uh, your podcast, right? So like if even if it's like super niche, you get doing like a real estate podcast, the more you grow yourself in that knowledge, the more you can give away in the podcast, the more valuable it becomes. Uh, the more you delve into like what you fuck with in your life, the more you can delve into what kind of uh, avatar audience you're trying to reach. Um, and that has to do with like sponsors and shit. I've, I've been just basically taking all the all the ads you see for podcast lessons and shit. Uh, taking it in, getting some knowledge, and then just ripping ripping it off, dude. Just blatantly making it my own. Classic stuff. Here's a testimonial uh, from one of my students that made over $100 last year. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, that's funny, bro. <laughs> it's uh, funny. Okay, but I, I say that because, like, if you were, say, say you, you're fucking hosting the, the, the credit podcast and all that shit, right? What would be... Oh, the credit cast. Oh! I, I would say do it broader so you got, like, you know, real estate and all that shit. But... Because, mm. like... That's what they talk about with two black guys with good credit. It's everything finance. Mm. So, yeah. Um, 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 God, their audio quality sucks. Jesus. Is it bad? It's so bad. It's just one But guy. you listen because it's valuable. I listen, you, dude, <laughs> please listen to an episode. You'll be like, ugh. But you'll keep but, listening. But I'm sure that the content that they have is good, right? That was so good. Valuable. Super valuable. Crazy. They do something, which I think is kind of interesting, but yeah. I don't think we should do it. Uh-huh. You do, like, um, a rewind episode where they, like, re-upload an episode from, like, six months ago that was, like, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, with yeah. that, with that, so, and also I've been thinking, like, this niche, which is basically comedy entertainment podcast. It's mm-hmm. fucking hard to get over because the value is goddamn personality and, and like, audience connection. It's a yeah. hard fucking niche. But, you know, if you got it, you got, like, you got a solid, you got that solid fucking thousand people true support, Patreon and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But that's why, you know, hey, <laughs> man, work. Nipsey did it. Don't even did it. Um, <laughs> it's funny, though. True but with support. this, it's kind of like, it's you can do that, and then you have those other fucking niche podcasts where you, you, you got a lot of more integrated value into it right away. Mm. But in thinking with the cap of that Kanye restructuring music labels, right? Mm-hmm. If you were a host of a podcast, let's say you're a po- host of a credit cast podcast that is owned and, and distributed under, under the, the Adobe production umbrella what would be some let's say you're not let's say you are attached to it still what would you want a percentage as a host from that podcast what would you what would you what would you um negotiate it depends what adobe house productions is offering me yeah if they're like we'll pour fifty thousand dollars a month into advertising your podcast and we'll get you sponsors Mm -hmm. i'll be like you can have ten percent. You know, fuck. In year ninety. Yeah, yeah, because that's a lot of work I don't want to do. You know, I think that's fair. Maybe, maybe I go like a little more, but you know, I I wouldn't do anything like thirty. Maybe, I think that's a little much, because I'm the fucking. People listen to it because of me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like I can't be replaced. You know. Yeah. Especially if your name is in the podcast, then if your name is in the podcast and people listen to it less because they want to get good credit and more because of you, then maybe they take 5% or something. Yeah. So I was trying to think of what fucking value slash leverage a goddamn podcast network has. Not much uh, anymore because they used to be able to offer, like, Headcom had, like, studios you could come in and, like, Mm-hmm. Microphones and they probably had a producer in there. Mm-hmm. Like the only thing I could think of now they could offer is um, we'll send Everything. you a sure SM7B and we'll edit your podcast for you. Yeah, yeah. Which is not a very big stake in a podcast. It's not, but sometimes it could, it be. could be. Sometimes it. What if it was like somebody that like I guess they already had kind of a following, and yeah. 
you could just use it as like, how about you take 100% of the profits, we'll do everything for you, we just want to have producer credits. So our fucking logo would be on the top of your podcast fucking picture. You know how mm-hmm. it says that sometimes? Yeah, yeah. Like, we don't take any money from you. It's just free advertising even... for us. Yeah. Yeah. Seems not very valuable. It is valuable because the more people know about your network, the more advertisers come to you looking for ad opportunities on your podcasts. And the more money you have, then the more leverage you have. So mm-hmm. let's say we had, I don't know, five podcasts that were decently popular that all set Adobe House Productions. We could be like, we can go to Target and be like, yo, we have these five podcasts. They're all doing 100,000 downloads a month, right? And we mm-hmm. want them to, we want you to advertise your products on all these podcasts simultaneously, mm-hmm. right? So, like, so we wouldn't be getting money from, I guess, the podcast per se. We'd be getting, like, yeah. ad money or, like, it's basically we'd be an advertising agency, Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we even said on the last episode when we were talking about the music shit. Yeah, where you kind of, you know, put money out to promote it. Because talent doesn't want to go out and fucking find advertising; they just want to fucking talk. Yeah, you know. Well, see, it, it, when I was thinking of that, I was thinking a lot more leverage on the company side because you're saying all you got to do is sit down and talk and then we do everything else you know in my head that sounds more than 10 percent for the company but they they should get like what 20 i don't know I, I didn't have a number in my head but i was thinking i guess bias towards company i think the talent this fucking music industry is backwards where the talent is getting the least the talent yeah. should be getting the most I even think the fucking talent, like a lot of times the the songwriter gets more than the actual artist. Mm-hmm. I think that's backwards too because the songwriter is the one that has to perform that song every night for the rest of their career, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The music industry, I'm, I'm trying to think of any other industry that has that same thing, but it, it, definitely, <laughs> it definitely did, especially with like a solid three four years of of having a record label in my head to try to like manifest um does kind of have a, a very skewed position of of ownership and, and dealings of money yes it's very it's a very strange time to have a record label but yeah like it doesn't have we don't have to follow the same blueprint that's been in place for a hundred years yeah and that's where the fucking pivot innovation for all the new cats coming up comes that's why i'm thinking so you know let's say keeping on podcasts um do you know how long we've been going James? yes 17 27 minutes okay <laughs> let's, let's take uh, a break real quick break peace so you got 70 if you're really pushing it to 90% of 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 earnings of ownership of a podcast for for the creator that's the host ownership and ownership and earnings are they have to be different mm-hmm. and for the record I would say no to a 70% deal so fast for a host for a, as a host yeah mm-hmm Cause that just, um, I don't know. That just seems low because I'm fucking, I know, I know being a producer and being an editor is definitely more work for sure. But like the value in it for me as a host is for the first five years of this show, I was the editor and producer and the host myself. I'm also thinking of somewhat brand new shows. Not a person that has a, a oh like starting a new show going to and starting a new scratch, show dude scratch dude a lot of people difficult a lot of people fucking don't want to start a podcast just because they don't know how even though they know how to use anchor they're just like I wouldn't want to do it talking about common people or like people with clout it's common people yeah 
Anyway, people with clout, but... dude. People with clout, you you need money. That's what I'm 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 farming shit up right now, man. You need capital. Um, that. So, host of a podcast. Let's assume that they have a following, and maybe even a podcast already. Uh huh. They get eighty, ninety percent. The company of the podcast making basically goes out for sponsors sponsorship fishing fucking uh guest fishing perhaps um yeah so they produce the show yeah they do they do everything maybe write scripts yeah graphics graphics advertising all that jazz video 10 percent. that is that's flipped on its head man that's a lot of work but but if you're person's pulling in a hundred grand an episode yeah and you're making 10 grand an episode and the show has two producers you know i don't know how much money you want to go back into the company and how much into their pocket that was also a thing that i was interested in so let's say right because before I, i was i was thinking like now think of you as a stakeholder in adobe house Doing a host of a podcast, what would you split for company and for wage? Um, very well, transparent here in R&B. Very trans. Okay, so this is just me. This is a very unpopular opinion, but I would go with the Jeff Bezos model, where everything goes back into the company mm-hmm. until it's uber profitable. Right, because it's the only way it's gonna grow, you know. Mm-hmm. But then again, with just like, and well, actually, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick by that. I'm gonna say everything goes goes back into the company. So like, let's say I gave my entire fucking share of fucking whatever the superstar show over here is making that we're producing. That money could be used to save up money. To make a contract for another fucking superstar show that we could produce. So now we have two sources of superstar income coming in. Mm-hmm. Right? And then we keep doing that until we have three, four, five. And then once we have five, I'll be like, okay, maybe I'll take a little piece of this, right? Because the show's so fucking... You, get, you give yourself no wage? I would have to fucking do something else to supplement. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like, I wouldn't quit my I wouldn't quit my job and be like, I'm going to start a podcast network. I would have to do both. Mm-hmm. That's what I've I've heard from other people that I'm stealing from. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's I wish we had some about. fucking, like, numbers we could look at on what, like, these, like, independent podcast networks are doing in terms of, like, finances. Yeah. Because, like, they have to be doing well enough to pay employees, probably for yeah. insurance and shit. Yeah, fucking Gimlet. Fucking, uh, fucking other Well, Gimlet's fine, because Gimlet got, like, a $500 million check. Gimlet. Other cats are not in my mind. I'm thinking of like headgum. Yeah. Um. Because yeah. like like, what are they just gonna fucking close up their office? I would do that, save money. Yeah. Maybe. That's crazy too, man. A lot of that shit is happening before our eyes, which I'm with. Man, okay. You know what? I also, I was, I was stoked on. I I was listening to an EYL. Uh, earn your leisure episode on uh, it was MG the mortgage guy right uh-huh. and also fucking... you gotta put these people in contracts too term uh, host? limits yeah yeah oh man Joe Budden too but I don't know a lot about the specifics but um, I've been thinking just about fucking properties and shit and one of the things that the guy brought up was um, it was in New York based so it's kind of more common there but like multi-home, multi-family uh, properties with a, a storefront, and it has like like fifty-one percent is a storefront and some kind of benefit or something. And I'm just thinking of fucking property ownership and like podcast studio and all that shit. Yeah, we just need so. All right, let's 
hypothetical scenario. Mm-hmm. Hypothetical scenario. Because once you like, once you get like fucking, Capital. the hard part is just getting to. And I've heard this from a lot of people. Getting to a million, right? A million dollars in either capital investment or revenue, right? Mm-hmm. And then once you're able to, it's literally like chess. Once you're able to allocate fifty thousand dollars here for someone who might have a fucking, I don't know, twenty thousand, twenty-five thousand, fifty thousand Instagram subscribers or something, mm-hmm. lock them into a six-month podcast deal, one episode per week. They get fifty thousand dollars, and then after six months, if they want to continue based on their numbers, maybe we'll invest sixty thousand dollars into their show, or you know, mm-hmm. but right now we don't have anything. We don't have anything to scrape together really to work with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. like, if this show were to like fucking get successful overnight, it would be like smart of us to invest it back into other shows and really like mm-hmm. form a network. You know yeah. what I am saying. I agree. I agree. That's why there's adjacent things dude I'm fucking stoked on that pot often thing man capitalism yeah bro once you get some followers you can throw some ads in there dude fucking get some revenue you know you know where that fucking came from right what Dorian oh shit yeah Dorian you you got that fucking melody stuck in your head yeah fucking dude I had come on a lot of podcasts yeah, I wonder if a cu- I feel like a couple of these are just like maybe Jake and Amir's friends are like, yo, you want to make a show? We'll make a- you a show for free. All you got to do yeah. is just m- make it a headgum podcast. Yeah. You know, and that like that brings legitimacy to their network, you know? Yeah. Like, I unfortunately, I don't have any friends that are super serious about podcasting that would actually commit. I asked, Cause I asked I would- the, my, my homie the, from that I grew up with from uh, who's in France. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to do a pod with me because he's fucking likes to ramble and has fun stories. Um, so I was thinking about that, but um, I don't know. I, a lot of a lot of this, uh, I think, a lot. But basically, like the only like fulcrum, the only like point of 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 like uh, I don't know pivot for lack of a better word and explanation mm-hmm. is um fucking instagram page dude doing that where you have the same fucking model of grabbing people who do and want to learn about podcasts and shit damn i gotta put the new logo on our thing on the side yeah somehow damn i gotta bring back i gotta bring back fucking what was what's it called whatchamacallit what does that have to do with? Fucking that podcast I was doing about tech. Uh. Yeah. What was I it agree. called? God damn it. Uh, Processing Power with Bonji. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that, that especially, really good video uh, value as well. Really good video, really good niche. Same thing with Instagram. You post fucking, post a lot of tech stuff. Processing Power. And then okay. with that, that's a little more like, because cause, are, are you interested in, in doing like like credit real estate and fucking money podcast shit? Yeah. That is more guest-based and like tech stuff is kind of like solo-based. I would like to. Because um, I think that's good as well. Only if I think of a good name though. What they didn't teach you. W-T-D-Y. W-T-D-Y. Damn. Yeah. That's a good name. Yeah. That could be about like anything though, you know? Yeah. That's cool. But th- there's a whole lot of fucking value in, in, in the finance stuff. Jesus Christ. I know I've been, th- I, I don't, I don't necessarily know why, but the, the, the mentality of walking around with a pen and paper is, is back in my, in my my being right now like it was in the, in the same kind of wave when it was at the 25th 
at a certain time. Damn, what changed? It was the new logo, huh? It might have been a nice little spark, but I don't know. I think this was a part of it. I don't know if this, this was the spark, but really that fucking one, dude, I think working out high key, I, I started fucking exercising more and that clears up your mental a lot. What do you do? Fucking like bike <laughs> and yoga. Dude, do those push-ups, bro. Push-ups for that um, shit, dude. Fucking yoga, dude. Fun. But I, I, that plus the, that idea of like, of the, in terms of that pot often shit where like the more you grow yourself, the more you have to give as a value of a podcast. Cause like the more shit, you know, the more shit you give away. And that is what brings people into the content of a podcast. I have a great podcast idea. A podcast where I interview women and I just want to know how they think. I was going to bring up you doing a podcast with your ex. Podcast with what? With your ex. No way. <laughs> we just argue for no reason. Uh, But yeah, that's a really good pod. Fuck, actually, she might be down. Because, yeah, yeah. Because I was... The... the uh, the 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 verses because i follow her fucking finsta i don't know if that's a fucking trigger warning but bro <laughs> but bro let me log into your fucking insta real quick <laughs> and let me look look through that shit dude i want to see I, what's I, up I, but but uh she's saying anything about me or what's up no but about other dudes i don't know this is weird to talk about i'm sorry if this is weird for let anybody but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but Talking about other dudes and like, uh, like the caption was like shit that like they did that was like like a like a good note for her. Not like all I could think of was like that man is just trying to have sex. <laughs> what? Like like from like from a female point of view, it was like oh man, he's being super kind and like and complimentive and and very encouraging of me. And I was like, while that might be true, like from a dude perspective all that's just a fucking sex flag <laughs> i told her that dude yeah she was telling me about how she's friends with this artist or something now yeah and and she was like yeah he's just a friend i'm like yeah but he just wants to fuck no yeah. no way there's he's not interested in that it's, no, it's really you, weird literally to i'm see telling like, you as a man yeah every guy that talks to you i don't care who he is I don't care if he has a wife. I don't care if he has a boyfriend. I don't care if you have a boyfriend. He wants to fuck you. Yeah. And he, it, could, it could still even be rooted in like really yeah. like probably does think you're an awesome person. But yeah. there's a, just a weird rooted of, of sexual desire. <laughs> even if he doesn't want to cheat on his wife, he wants to fuck you. <laughs> and to, but to see that that process of the female perspective of that mm-hmm. was 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 pretty jarring. And I would, I would love to uh that'd be a good pod that would be um, a great pod yeah but you know then then on the technical pod side fucking do you start that shit from scratch try to find people with clout in my mind off top just now i say start from scratch and just niche the fuck out Niche the fuck out and then just be like, yo, we got a network with 15 podcasts. None of them Super make niche. money. We don't but, have to tell so, them that part. Then again, dude, you got that fucking, and uh, there's these ladies <laughs> that I'm stealing shit from um, that are like, one, you got to know, and it goes back to like the, the knowledge of self shit where you got to know like your audience is basically just fucking you. Like, our audience whatever we like is that that's like the avatar smoking the avatar weed and, right and arguing huh they like smoking weed and arguing that's that, those are the bond but, but like the bond boys and the girls. uh but like like you get up every day and like what do you use like like in terms of like sponsorships where you align yourself shit with like you would obviously it's, it has to be integrated into your life because this is somewhat integrated into your life. If it wasn't, you'd be you'd not be doing this for fucking four cents a day. <laughs> Hell, I'm eating bare naked granola right now. <laughs> Shit like brought that, to you by, <laughs> like, like, dude. 
Sure, SM7B is on is on the top of the list. Top these, of the these list. Are things, these are things I do want to talk about that I kind of want to talk about real quick. Why don't uh, they sponsor pods? We talked about that before. Um, but like, sure, SM7Bs, uh, fucking Machina. Uh, um, there's some gum over there that I like. I would love something that I could chug that isn't uh, super like caffeine every time. So I have a little bit of energy because we all know, oh, ooh, my personality is kind of low energy. That'd be kind of fun to have a sponsor that's high energy. Oh, ooh. please. The highest energy drink out there. Please sponsor this. But no, but something that I could drink fucking three times a day that doesn't fuck me or three times a week stuff like that if you promote your own product on your podcast do you have to disclose that you own the product also something that is related to that that i'm very very interested in is mechanical royalties for music on podcasts currently bmi and all those cats don't have royalties for podcasting and i'm fucking betting dude that in the goddamn future that if I slide a fucking beat into a goddamn million viewed episode, I'm going to get some kind of fucking royalty for that. And that gets me a little bit tingly in my junk. You should do that. You yeah. should do that. Well, you should do that. Okay, I think we're at 20. You know, we've been... Uh, you can you can tell that the podcast has been going up in time because the fucking value is getting better, dude. Soon it's going to be eight-hour episodes. And people are going to be like, why are they so short? <laughs> and they're going to be like, Ugh. Well, then you got to go into that fucking... All right, so let's just fucking end it. What, what's today? Uh, it's what day is it Wednesday. Today? Boy, man. Oh, God. What a dude. It's Wednesday. Thanks for listening. Um, things you can do since you listen to the end. Patreon.com slash Ricker and Bond. I'm not exactly sure if that no whatever patreon patreon ricker and bond go over to uh ricker and bond at gmail.com send us a, a goddamn if you got a product that you want to show bro uh, if you got some if you have some music like i say i'm gonna dorian the fuck out here dude. dorian's dorian's my my father figure bro never True support <laughs> but and you know just be fucking super yelly and confident about the future of podcasting right in the future, you'll be able to have your pod, your, your music on podcast, million dollar podcast. You're gonna get some fucking at least some exposure, but most importantly, royalty. So if you're in the music game, you hop into our DMs, Ricker and Bond on Instagram. Um, WS.Live is the people that own us. Podding out here, Jesus. Not everybody need got a pod. Not everybody need a podcast, man. But you know who does? Those who really want it. That's right. You gotta want it. You have to want it. And if you wanted it bad enough, you would have done you it have, by now. You'd but have hey, it by now. But you're on the cusp, and, and this episode just made you go on the brink of that cusp, and, and you're ready to make your own pod. Go over to fucking uh, Pod Often. True. Okay. Thanks for listening. You guys enjoy well, the rest of your week. Peace. Man.